to another episode of Chris and Dave's Alticast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Fouts, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering The Circle Season 4, Episodes 5 through to 8. Now, Chris, bit of a mixed bag, this one. We were really enjoying seeing the Spice Girls in there, but uh, where do you want to start today? Well, obviously, I'm with you. I found... This middle section of this season so far, a bit dull. couple of little high bits. I think it got better as we went towards episode eight. But initially, obviously, I ruined it in the last episode because pretty much give away <laughs> what had happened because Idiot here had carried on watching Netflix thinking it was the same episode because it went straight into it. It wasn't. Uh, but basically, the Spice Girls left. They had a choice. They went to see Alyssa. Uh, spoke to Alyssa and they were convinced that she was a catfish which she wasn't they were also convinced that Carol was a catfish which we know she he is you know he's the son of Carol um, and they just alluded to that bit of talk about you know the sex thing Mel B absolutely wants some tips off Alyssa Dave um, that was about the only <laughs> the high bit but then after that the consequence of the Spice Girls going and doing a video and everything was everyone apologised to Rachel because they sort of singled her out, aren't they, as a bit of a blagger because she didn't know one of the questions for the Spice Girls because she was supposed to be a super fan and they all realised that they were wrong. So a couple of them were fucking grovelling. That's one thing I do like about this is when you make assumptions, which we all do, every single person makes assumptions. I do it, you do it, we all do it. But then so it's very difficult to take that back, back that assumption. Even if you know you're wrong, Dave, we all hate saying, <laughs> sorry, you know, so... I do like that about the circle, but I did find it a bit of a slog in parts these next four episodes. Yeah, I must admit, after the Spice Girls went, I thought there was a massive lull through this season. And and I think we've seen this in other Netflix shows, haven't we, where, uh, you know, things like not so much the first season of Daredevil, but these shows that have like 13 episodes or something, that's always that mid-season lull where... Not a lot is happening. i tell you what I think it is, Chris. This batch of contestants are far too social media savvy. Yes. They, they're all, you could see they're all like TikTokers or Instagrammers or something. And they're, they're quite good at playing the game. And so it's fucking boring to watch, quite honestly. I was... Episode seven, I'm thinking, God, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this. This this is really, really dull. And then it did start to get a bit more interesting. So when you got the two new guys coming in and then, you know, the whole cyber attack thing and then the making uh, them choose, you know, who do you want to save kind of thing really started to get people out. Everyone's playing such a tactical game and keeping their cards close to their chest. It, it was just really quite dull. I, I wasn't enjoying it as much as the previous season, but now I, I, it's pulled me back in. Yeah, I think I agree. I think that a great analogy, uh, analogy, analysis of it all is the cyber attack brought me back in. It gives us that bit of anticipation that like, oh, what's going to go in here? Who is genuine? But one of the things just to bring it back slightly was, Dave, when... It came to the two popular people, which was uh, Euling and Alyssa, had to vote mm. somebody out of the circle. 
and they're chatting away. And I look, I do like the way they do that as if they're facing each other. The camera works yeah. clever. It looks like there's like a, a bit of plasterboard between them talking and they're having a chat. When Yu Ling, who's the most popular, had to go and deliver the, the thing in person, she absolutely, I don't know whether that's a good strategy, but what a shit house when she came face to face with Chris today when she said, <laughs> it was Alyssa. I, oh, I love yeah. you. I'm so, and I'm like, you absolute fucking coward. What a shit house. And she did this for the next couple of episodes. Every time she got caught out, she came back and blamed it on someone else. Or was just, I know you've got to do it because you're trying to win. It's a big game thing. But that for me, that was the one bit in these whole eight episodes. I was fizzing at the screen going, you absolute shit. I was great tactics, but also you fucking shit. I was because, Chris is going to see this on the outside, Dave. So I just mm. thought you, you just look proper snaky to me, to be honest. Well, I'm going to leave the door open slightly and say maybe what Yu Ling was talking about was all on the cutting room floor and didn't get shown to us. Maybe. <laughs> yes. Maybe. Yeah. But what it looked like was she was just trying to get herself out of an awkward situation. Yes. It was like, <laughs> yeah. I fucking, uh, I'll pack your bags for you because I didn't trust you. See you later. She just, I don't know if it was a tactical thing or it was just literally an awkwardness thing that she's trying to say anything to get herself out of being the bad guy. Look, they had to choose someone. She doesn't, she's got no, um, no loyalty to anyone in there. And it is the game. So, I'd have preferred if she'd have gone in and say, oh, you know, I'm sorry and everything, but these are the reasons. But yeah, throwing <laughs> throwing the other one under the bus. I, I didn't like that either because I, I couldn't help but feel like it wasn't a tactical thing and it was just kind of the, the type of person she is. She just like doesn't want to be the bad guy ever and just, you know, bullshits basically. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. And I think, I think as well is... Yeah, you're right. Look, we, it's easy for us to say we're observing it and we're like, yeah, I'd do that. I'd be dead up front. We all know we've been in that situation and fucking shriveled up, haven't we? Like someone's threw salt on the slug <laughs> or something. We've all gone, it wasn't me. It was him, you know, like that sort of thing, like taking the pit. So, so we have done that, to be fair. I don't know how I would be, but sometimes when you're doing these, watching these shows, People do forget the cameras are on them, don't they? And the real cells, I used to say my big brother, everyone comes in, oh, I love all these people in the diary room. Give it three days. They're all seeing next Tuesdays. I fucking hate her. I hate him. Everyone's at loggerheads because your real personality comes through. You can't fake being a nice person if you're an absolute wanker. And also in the same respect, if you're going to come in and try and be a bit edgy, but you're actually really nice, it never works. So... I think that's the good thing of this. Everyone's just relaxed. and Because what I don't like, and I think you're right, the smoothness and the way these people keep coming in. I mean, you had like Trevor came in and Everson. You know, Trevor's the husband mm. of uh, Alyssa who won it um, Who won it last year. She was the winner. He's the His picture was what she used because she was a catfish. And then Everson came in, but they came in so slick and cool and not worried. And and I think that's what I, I think when you see sum this up a few times about the shows and I said it last week is they're so meta aware of what they're doing and what's expected of them. There's none of that edginess of the show. I think the show's lost some at the circle. I, I really, I'm really, I think I'm going to struggle to watch another series of this, Dave, I'll be honest, because I, I don't find it that anyone is genuine, anybody who's been in it. I mean, they've done this before. They did this with the first series where 
and there was the, the mother and the son. Uh, sorry, there was the son was in there, and then the, mm. the next series, the mum coming with the brother, the one we did, you know, the, the, and yeah, it was yeah. like they, they've done it again. They've like brought family in, and I and then I'm thinking this is a red herring. This is another we're with a talent agency or something, you know, because it just everyone's so polished, and it, and it's it, look, it's for Netflix. It's not going to be fucking maths, you know, throwing glasses at each other and fucking, you know, going on OnlyFans, as, as we all know, and stuff like that, you know, and being like that. But it's a different <laughs> show. But but I think this has gone even further the other way, this series. If, you mm. know, I don't know why. There's just something missing, I think, at the moment. There, There is something missing. There's, there's an ingredient. I, and I think it is the conflict. You say about c- people coming in with the bravado and whatever, and, and then the real selves get shown eventually i think that is the case with things like big brother with things like love island maths because you're in that pressure cooker you're surrounded by the other people with the circle you've probably got you know interaction with some producers but not the other contestants the other contestants are just their bios and what they say so i think it's easier to keep your guard up but also, I just think from this crop of contestants, they've always got their guard up because they're just too fucking social media savvy. Yeah. <laughs> and they're always, they've always got their social media game face on. And I think that is what's taking it away. You don't get someone, you know, dropping a clanger. Um, all of the responses seem to be really on point, you know very rare that someone I, I can't recall someone coming up with something you know ridiculous what i'm hoping for is that yeah you know the suspicions about who's a catfish and whatever but what i'm hoping for is some sort of challenge that outs people you know yes. so last season remember the guy who's pretending to be a girl and then there was a makeup challenge and then everyone was like that is a bloke who's done that. <laughs> you know but um I, I tell you what, this, and probably because it's so dull, it's it's not really had me engrossed in the storylines. I'm just thinking about the format of the show. But if someone's a catfish, do you care? Like, yeah. so Carol, in inverted commas, Carol, everyone's onto her, you know, as being a catfish. So everyone's having these side discussions. Oh, we think Carol's a catfish. She's just, you know, she's trying too hard to be the mum of the group and whatever. But does it matter? You're all in there playing a game. Does yeah. it, if someone's got you back, does it matter yeah. if they're playing themselves or if they're playing a catfish? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But they, they do seem to think if you're a catfish, you're. they seem to think you're immediately untrustworthy. You're all in there for the 100K, which is now 150K. So it's, it's weird. Uh, you know, they, they all know they have to create alliances to stay in there as long as possible. And then straight under the bus, you go, sunshine, as soon as it gets down to the final <laughs> two. So, yeah, just, just find it a bit odd um, that the whole catfish thing creates this perception of someone being untrustworthy in a game when you're trying to be the the sole winner at the end. Yeah, you know what, Dave? That's a very good point, actually, because I think even watching it, I feel that, you know, the catfish, I do look at them differently. I thought, like, mm. oh, you're, not, you're not real. So that's a, I think that that's the whole thing. And then when someone wins it, like I said about the guy who won the UK one, and he was so close because he'd pretend to be his girlfriend, 
And the guy who she got close to was friends. There was nothing, you know, romantic in it. He was, he just stormed off and he, he fucking went mad, you know? So <laughs> I think even I look at it as this to say, well, I think the, the way, I, I mean, a catfish obviously won the last series of the US one, but I think probably that's the whole point. The catfish should win it, Dave. That's how it should be. Do you know what I mean? So it's interesting you say that. I've never thought that, but I do have a bias towards the people who are not catfishes. So, you mm. know, subliminal bias. So you're probably right. And I think, Talking about, I tell you what, it's a good, good little segue. This, but talking about catfishes, the one bit that did make me laugh, and it was in episode seven, was when Nathan got asked the question about golf. And sorry, but they had this episode eight, and they had the cyber attack, and it was like, right, mm. you can ask questions and somewhere for a lifelong golf fan. How many under par <laughs> is an eagle? And he was shitting it. One, if you like, yeah, that was a good one. That was that, a good I mean, one. that was Brew who came up with that question, yes. and when he did it, I was like, well played, sir. Well played. Yeah. That is a fucking brilliant one. Because all they had was access to their photos. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's picked up on the fact he's, you know, he must only be like, what, eight, ten or something in that yeah. photograph. But he's yeah. on the golf course. You know, what is a birdie? I thought that was a brilliant play. And the guy who is so fucking cocksure of himself, but, he, he, you know, he's convinced. He's like, I had notes but I didn't write down what a birdie was. It's like, look, mate, you can't be an encyclopedia. You can't have that many <laughs> notes, surely. Um, but I don't, so yeah, he got it right, but he he definitely wasn't um, he wasn't convinced that he was right. And actually, I was I was a bit disappointed because Brew sort of said, you know, he they had a one to one chat, didn't they? And then Brew was like, you know, uh, nailed that question or something. So that gave him the the relief that he'd actually got it right. Whereas it'd have been nice to see him stew over that for a little bit longer because he doesn't know if he got it right or not. And that's true, actually, because that would have been a good bone of contention, wouldn't it? Because all the time he'd be like, oh, made a right mistake. But look, but there was a little, look, you're going to let go, what the fuck does this matter, Chris, right, Dave? So I, you can happily say that. But there was a continuity issue in this episode, and I don't know if you noticed it. So you know when Brew spoke to Nathan and spoke to him and said, like, mm -hmm. well played, sir, as you've just said, Nathan's food was burnt on the, the stove because I looked at it going, fuck me, what's he done to that fucking pie or lasagna or whatever it was? <laughs> and then about 10 minutes later, we had this little scene where his food was burnt and he went, oh, Nathan's burnt his food. And I'm thinking, well, it was on there a minute ago when he was talking to, to Brew, little bit of a thingy, Dave, but the continuity wasn't there. And straight away I was like, that would have been 50 quid years ago in the paper. You could send it in and win 50 quid if the continuity was off, but there you go. You can't do that on Netflix. I don't know where you write to. Oh, but anyway. TV. Either. No, no. <laughs> but, but, I think you're right. You, you alluded to it before. The best bit of these four episodes was the cyber attack, without a doubt. We've had the question with Brew to Nathan, but I did like the virus thing when the two new guys came in. So, as I said, uh, Everson and Trevor came in. They were immune they could pick someone and they pick Frank again. And, and Brew doesn't like Frank. He thinks he's a fake good guy, doesn't he? Yeah, but um, and, but I don't think it was Brew's question about Frank, was it? No, it wasn't. He thought he was yeah. Brew, didn't he? Yeah, and then Frank sort of said, I thought that was Frank's mistake there. I think everyone sort of loves Frank. Yeah. But then in calling Brew out in his response, that, that probably was one of the only mistakes that I noticed because it was like, you didn't need to do that. And yet some of the other questions that came out, 
everyone answered it really diplomatically. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that might be a mistake by Frank, but I yeah. think he's probably got enough clout with everyone else that, you know, he'll, he'll stay in there. But I mean, you've got so many people like the guy who's playing Carol, you know, he thinks he's Bertie Big Bollocks, doesn't he? He thinks he's <laughs> nailed to be in the mum. Um, yes. Whereas everyone is onto him as a catfish. So I'm pretty sure he's not going to last too much longer. Um, and the guy who's playing Nathan also, you know, he thinks he's the the world's greatest strategist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true, that, because... They go with the virus. I did like this, Dave, the virus. Because, again, you, Ling, got caught caught out again. But fucking, she had an alliance, didn't she, Dave? And she didn't pick him. She picked Rachel. And yeah, I was like, she's was, caught was out. was weird, wasn't it? That was yes. very strange. She's supposed to, I mean, fucking hell, some of the flirting going on. She's yes. saying to, like, Brew and Alicia, um, you know, I'll kiss you on the mouth when I see you, kind of thing. <laughs> it's like, steady on. Um Yet she didn't pick any of them, either of them even. Um, I don't know where the Rachel thing came from. I, I think, again, maybe, Chris, I, I, maybe she's just a bit more tactical than I'm giving her credit for there. And, yeah. and she's picked Rachel because it's like a it's a safe choice. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because she said, oh, this is going to fall. And I, I was laughing to myself going, well, you fuck yourself again now because they're going to want yeah. answers. I do think so ultimately we, we're left on a bit of a cliffhanger. If you can call it a cliffhanger, Dave, it sort of <laughs> went, I think it went Frank Euling, Rachel, and then it was um it was it Frank Euling, Rachel, Nathan, and then we were left with um Carol and Elisa to Elisa to go, but we don't know who. And we're going into episode nine, which is where obviously it's finished. But I did enjoy that. I like the cyber attack. What I would have liked when they were sending anonymous messages and there was some pretty snipey ones, if all of a sudden the virus unscrambled one of the messages and it was the real I person. That's I thought I they were going to do that. <laughs> yes, I totally yes. thought they were going to do either that or like say someone's in a one-to-one chat and then suddenly the whole group can see yeah. it. <laughs> yes. That's what I wanted. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I genuinely wanted that day. I wanted some That's because we're both a couple of CNX juicies. <laughs> you know, when you talk about like, you know, being kind and, and uh, not putting the contestants through torture and stuff that it, can you imagine that would have been absolutely horrendous. Like one of these conversations that like, Oh yeah, Carol's definitely a catfish and then just show it to the whole group. <laughs> oh, fucking brilliant. That, something might like, might happen that, you know, something might. Oh, that'd um, be so good. But brilliant. Where it could have also done it was like the roast, but I tell you what, Chris, in terms of roasts, I, I was so uninterested in that. I mean, nothing stood out to me as a good roast in that little section there. No, it just got a bit snipey, didn't it? There was nothing. Yeah. They've all done that. Whenever it's come to things like that, the questions have been pretty tame, haven't they? They've, yeah, they've, not, they've yeah. not wanted to sort of lose that bit of niceness that they've garnered or sort of appeal with other people. It's all about how you... Well, that's the whole point of the game, isn't it? They don't know you face-to-face. They don't know your personality. You, you Basically, you're a picture in a text message. That keeps coming up yeah. until you meet face to face. That's what you are. And that's that's the concepts of it. But I will say, Dave, completely off the record, uh, off the record, off this show, sick for June, my friend. We are going in. Do you reckon we'll get the um, the just eat 
<laughs> the Just Eat Lizards back. Yes. We might get the Just Eat. I want the Just Eat fucking sponsorship for me and you. We fucking yeah. get a takeaway every night when we watch it. Um, oh, but yeah, that'd be great. Six the, nights out of yay! seven, <laughs> If you ever wanted to test our friendship, just listen to my... If we could actually release Man and Dave's text messages to you about Love Island when we were trying to record or watch it or anything, it's fucking marvellous. Oh, oh, God. That is not that long away, is it? Oh no, is it? it's it's um, two weeks, Dave. I think yeah. it's two weeks Monday. Oh, fuck a doodle do. Doesn't it normally start on a Sunday? Yeah, but it's the sixth. Yeah, it's starting on the sixth. Don't forget, it's a longer session, this one. As well, it's a longer uh, series, which is even more depressing. Which is even better. <laughs> <laughs> if they bring the fire, if they bring the fire, like the Aussie do and all that, Brilliant, but it's been so diluted, Love Island, over the last few years. Like, I could see this bombing completely because I think it's on for too long. I don't, yeah, I don't think even the Aussie one was that good last time, was it? No. You, you keep thinking back to that first season. Oh, the first season which was, was awesome. Amazing. Yeah, yeah but, um, but since then, I think it's been been a bit average. I don't know. Let's, let's see. I, I do think, like, six weeks is the sweet spot for Love Island. I think shorter than that. So if it's about four weeks, you don't get invested in the relationships. Longer than that, then it's just it's drag. It's going to drag on and drag on. Um, but we haven't seen for a while a good relationship like be split up, have we? No, uh, that last no. season was was pretty tame. So let's hope for some drama, Chris. Yeah, we need some drama, Dave. We need some. We need some uh, in this. <laughs> We've got about four or five. Do. Yeah. So, I mean, what what are we going to do? So, has, has it all dropped now? Maybe should have checked that before we recorded, Dave. But I think it yeah, has. Let me just... I, I think it has, to be fair. I, th- I think, yeah, because episode nine's look. on there because it went straight into it. I'm pretty sure it has, to be fair. Episode nine and 10, 11 and 12. Yeah. Yeah, they're all and there. then says episode 13, which must be the reunion, available on the 25th of May. Yeah, that'll be the all reunion right. then. All right, well, that's okay. That's all right. So, should we um, try and think how to time it now? So, should we do uh, 9 to 12 next, and then we'll do the reunion separate, or should we just do the reunion together as well? Um. No, let's do the reunion separate if we've got thingy. I know we that's piling another podcast on us, but what I'm thinking is I'll do a Chris Phelps, where are they now, Dave? The section where you've already read it, and then I tell you the same <laughs> things you know, and then you know more information than me, but it sounds like I know I'm, I'm the roving reporter for the well, podcast. Well, okay. I'll I'll stay I'll stay clear. <laughs> Chris, I've been too busy engrossed in Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial to, oh, to be God. looking Ridiculous. at where they are now. Um, honestly, it's the best reality TV that, that's on at the minute. <laughs> if, if you, it's true that if you ever wanted to understand what Hollywood is like, there it is right fucking there. People prepared... <laughs> to spend millions when they're in the wrong and they're both fucking nuts anyway, Dave. It's ridiculous. 
it, it, yeah, it's, it's not completely one way or the other, but uh, so some of this stuff is is pure theatre, to be honest. I mean, I've been engrossed. But anyway, yeah, so I, th- I think I'll stay clear. I won't look at anything about where they are now or anything, so I'll be genuinely surprised. It, it was only maths where I couldn't stay off, like Googling every day, <sighs> where are they now? <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still trying to read articles on that now, so there you go. <laughs> well, Olivia got called out. Was it last week or was it, was it the week before? that where she put something a little bit racy on her instagram and everyone was like well it's a bit hypocritical isn't it <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's not <laughs> Dave, because go. it's on the internet anybody can find yeah, it on just the internet google it. just google it it's there all right olivia whatever <laughs> fucking hate that girl well there you go anyway big thank you as always guys for supporting us patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. If you want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast, and if you want to email us, CD Reality Cast at gmail.com. So today's roll call of honor is Kent Gustafson, Lucky Little Green, Lawrence, Susan, Priscilla, Didi, Katie, Helen, Joanna, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, and Keith. So thank you so much, guys, for your support, past and present. We really appreciate it. And like I say, we're going into Love Island. Don't know what we're going to do. I'm pretty sure we're not going to be doing a daily show, but we'll try our best. Until there's some drama, and then we usually just jump on and do whatever we can, don't we, Dave? <laughs> yeah. So, so Chris, breaking news. So, so I couldn't help but just have a little Google there. So Married at First Sight star uh, accuses show of staging OnlyFans controversy. In quotes, I think producers intentionally left it all up as entrapment to create a storyline. <laughs> It's probably Olivia, that. Is that Olivia? <laughs> it is Olivia. Oh, my God. <laughs> so not- it wasn't her friends now. It was the producers, which, to be fair, I mean, it's not that much of a stretch, but I, I'm sure the story has changed multiple times. So um, you've rekindled my obsession. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to read that. Now. You have to send me that article. What was she called, oh, the girl who, who who did the OnlyFans again? Dominica. Dominica. Yeah, Dom- Dominica, sorry. Uh that should have been about uh, as soon as you started saying that the article on the victim quotes, I was like, Oh, don't tell me that's Olivia. It's got to be Olivia. He's not going to be, Oh, she's fucking unbelievable. What an unbelievable person she is. Yeah. Yeah. Deluded. There's another one here that Daniel, remember Daniel, the douchebag. Remember Daniel? Yes. Instead, Ed. Um, yep. He's defended Olivia. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. I'm the water surprise. Oh my God. Oh, Get over to Facebook. Well, last thing there. Get over to Facebook, guys. Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast and join our Facebook group. We're always on there posting all the episodes and chatting and everything. And when Love Island's on, it usually goes crazy. So get over there, guys. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, sir. So next for us is the uh, episodes 9 through to 12. And uh, we'll speak to you next time. Bye.